of Internet Wonderland. I hope my voice finds you well. Welcome back to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me in my small little corner of Internet Wonderland by clicking a like on the Facebook group page, Cheshire's Place, a looking glass and logical madness. You can listen to this episode and all other content on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other platforms. And if you ever feel like dropping a line, saying hi, or giving any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming episodes, <clears throat> excuse me a moment, feel free to email me at CheshireLookingGlass at gmail.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at Place Cheshire, and you can also follow me on TikTok at Cheshire Place. All right, so... Uh-huh. Here we go. This has to be a rush order due to the fact that tonight is the Elimination Chamber. We have a lot of matches that we have to discuss. We have predictions that we have to do. And by we, I definitely don't mean me because I am never alone in the Looking Glass Studios. So, proper introductions. 
Starting off, he is the OG of Internet Wonderland. He is my brother from another mother. He is my hetero life mate. He is the high priest of the cult of Axel Braun. Yes. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Monkey. Monkey, how's it going? Oh, hail Axel Braun. Oh, yes, hail Axel Braun. Doing very well. Thank you. Yeah, I had to add that in for I, your... That was very nice. I, I did not know I got promoted, but okay. Yep. I mean... I thought I was kind of the sober priest, but I guess I, I'm the high priest now. Yep, you're the high priest. Dude. <laughs> so... Feel like Matt Riddle. <laughs> oh, Bro. Let's, let's not even talk about him right now. <laughs> now, the second person that I do have to introduce... Yep, I had to use the intro music just as I did last week. She is one-third of the Sirens of Internet Wonderland. She is my better half. She is the one, the only, Miss Sally Stitch. Sally, how's it going today? I mean, you've had a, vi- a very busy week, so have I. I mean just been going 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 but i mean you had to do a speech competition today and you have one on monday and you're on the show now and I had to do a surprise training at work yeah let's not talk about that we, we leave the work conversations away from the show unless if something crazy happens one time at work camp <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ monkey no just just monkey i'm at I'm only just a high priest. I'm I'm not that (laughs) high up the ladder yet. Yeah, true, 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 true. Then, of course, we can't introduce this man unless if we have a little bit of mood music. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present to you the International Authority of the State. Poster, uh, fifth poster on my wall today, so super happy about that. And, and by those posters, he, he's not talking about of Nikita Lyons. Yeah, no, 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 he has a he, separate shrine for that. that I have a separate room he for has that. Way more than five of those. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't like swoon over Natalia and what she was wearing on SmackDown last night. No, I didn't see that, but I was actually surprised to see that she's going to be in the uh, elimination chamber. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much her outfit was damn there see-through. Hmm. And she wasn't wearing a brassiere, so... Um, yep, I'll have my crack research team uh, get on that. Yep, see. Speaking right. of uh, crack research team... Oh, that's right. We cannot Make forget, her mad again. We cannot f- forget our final host on the show. Coming all the way from the mind of our good friend Winston Roundtree. She is the quintessential star of the show, Subnormality, which you can always find on WinstonRoundtree.com or also on YouTube if you look up Winston Roundtree. She is the one and only beautiful 
Mysterious Sphinx. How's it going, Sphinx? Indeed. We agree. We definitely agree, agree on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely. completely 100% agreement. Yeah. Yep. Mainly because we have no choice but to agree. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. we don't want her taking our soul. Definitely not. I kind of like my soul. Yeah. I don't have one anyway, so. But, but anyways. Like a ginger? Kind of. Partially. Slightly. Yeah. Slightly. I part Irish, so yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, so let's get down to business. Monkey. Yes, that's me. Seeing how we have to do this kind of rush because, you know, we do have the pre-show coming on at 6. And we do have to see if Jerry the King Lawler is actually going to be on the true, pre-show. True, Because his, his stroke and all that funness. Yes. And I'm, I'm hoping that he is on. Yes. Because, I mean, granted, there are certain things that the King says that I don't like. But overall, he's still a good person. And, and he's entertaining. You know? Yeah, exactly. He, he spices up that, that pre-show panel of... Bunch of people that mostly no one knows, and you know Booker T there too. But Booker T is it's hard to understand what he says. So it's almost like he's like me. Yeah. You know, uh, well, with Booker T, I mean, it almost sounds like he has like a Popeye's biscuit in his mouth and he's having a stroke. But you know that's not. Hey, the hey, hey, hey. It's too soon for uh, talking about strokes. Come on, man. Oh, no, true. don't do that true, to true, Popeyes. True. <laughs> it's like yeah, you just had strokes all over. Popeyes is good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It is time for our traditional Saturday segment where we hear the news from the sage monkey himself. Oh, sorry. High priest of the cult of Axel Braun himself. Yes. It is monkey coconut news. Welcome monkey coconut news. I'm monkey. All right, so a lot of news this week, actually, so I'll try to hit the main bullet points of it. Uh, first, we'll start off with kind of the, the, the downer news here. Um, first of all and foremost, uh, the uh, passing of Jerry Jarrett, who many people know as Jeff Jarrett's father. Um, he was obviously a pioneer in the 60s and 70s of wrestling. Uh, he also is was the promoter and booker of uh, Continental Wrestling Association, and he is also one of the original co-founders of NWTNA, currently known as Impact Wrestling. Uh, so he's, he's done a lot of things in, in his career. Uh, started off as a ref first and was a promoter, booker, and became a wrestler f- partially for a while. And all that was um, big parts of a lot of people's lives and actually helped make a lot of what of today's wrestling what it is today because of his work in, in that time frame. Um, so, and again, unfortunately, he did pass of esophageal cancer, it sounds like, um, back on the 14th of February. So it is a very sad news and unfortunate, but we, we all know that uh, he, he had basically done what his time had been in wrestling, and without him, as I said, wrestling would not be what it is today without him. So, again, thoughts and prayers with his family, uh, especially Jeff, who apparently had some problems with him, Initially, after, um, well, they they lost their their stakes in the ownership in TNA back in 2005, and then they had actually just reconciled back in like 2015. So, so they did get back at least were starting to back be on good terms again. Uh, second, um, a bit of unfortunate news <coughs> is the passing of Raquel Welch, who uh, many people would probably say is one of the I guess you could say biggest uh, sex symbols back in the 60s, um, especially sporting from her 
her pinup from the movie poster of One Million Years B.C., which is where she sports the uh, deerskin bikini. And that bikini picture has been in many ways referenced in many movies or even just the actual poster itself pops up in movies, including uh, Shawshank Redemption. That poster was used as the poster cover covering up the hole in the wall that he was he was digging. Um, a lot of interesting things about Raquel Welch. Um, one of the biggest things is even her uh, role in that One Million Years B.C. Um, actually, she was uh, co-starred with in that movie. A couple other people became kind of famous. Uh, Percy Herbert was in that movie. Who um, not Percy Herbert? Sorry, Robert Brown was in that movie. And Robert Brown actually was the actor who portrayed him in the James Bond movies from 1983 to 1989. Um, and Martine uh, Beswick also became a Bond girl in From Russia with Love and Thunderball. And another thing about Raquel Welch is she won a Golden Globe for her role in the Three Musketeer movies in 1973, I believe. Yep. And in that movie as well, starred another world-famous actor and well-known geek actor, and that would be Christopher Lee was in that movie as well. So she was worked with a lot of people. Um, she's done a lot of things, and one of the most interesting things about people how they talk about her being a sex symbol and sex icon is she never did any nudity. It was all just the way she carried herself and looked and, and acted. And yes. Even to the point where she actually had a spread in Playboy where she was never even nude in, in the spread. So, yeah, it was and, all swimsuits, if I remember yep. correctly. And, uh, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Hugh Hefner even stated that, you know, uh, she said to him that she wasn't going to do nudity. And he was like, that's perfectly okay. And it's, it still worked. Um, another bit of sad news here is the uh, diagnosis on Bruce Willis's current condition, apparently. Uh, it sounds like he has developed a frontal lobal. Um, a frontal turbo, I, I can't read my own handwriting, uh, dementia, essentially. So it's the oh. starts of early stages of dementia coming into play. So um, that is what the diagnosis is. So uh, Sally to report that probably means it's not going to be too long for him at this point. Um, and it is very unfortunate considering you know, how Bruce Willis was a key part in a lot of movies in the 80s and 90s and even some early 2000s. Um, you know, Die Hard being one of the key ma- movies, um, Fifth Element, um, Looper, you know, all these movies he, he, he's been in. And we all know that he was a very integral part of those movies, um, including also being one of the ca- key founders of the Planet Hollywood franchise with obviously other actors, uh, Sylvester Stone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So again, uh, it's a very unfortunate, sad news and, Again, thoughts and prayers are with his family and um, hoping for the best for him. But as we all know, unfortunately, uh, with the way medicine is today, uh, not very big chance of a full recovery coming out of this. But, you know, hopefully he can stick out for as long as he can. And we can still at least, you know, hear reports of him still enjoying his life to what he can at this point. Um, so with that news... We'll go into some other quick little hits of news here. Uh, Susan Wojcicki, uh, CEO of YouTube, has apparently stepped down from position. Um, some people are saying, one, it was a one of two things, possibly. Either one, 
with uh, some of the things going on with current litigation and uh, potential lawsuits against YouTube. She is either A, been told to step down, or B, she's stepping out to try to avoid the crossfire of things that's going on with it. So, um, again, uh, your thoughts on, on Susan Majeki? You know, good or bad? Um, that is just the news that I have at this point for her. Uh, another little bit of interesting news. Uh, apparently, Japan has recently discovered it. Apparently, has 7,000 islands it did not know it had. So the country of Japan, which had about 6,000 some odd islands already, uh, recently discovered they have about another 7,000 that they did not know was part of their coastal items and whatnot that belongs mm. to their territory. So um, should we buy an island in Japan? That'd be pretty fun, I think. I mean, I, I would like some of the things, but I, I don't think I could unfortunately stay there because of... Hurricanes? Uh, well, not just that, but you know, the tsunamis and some of my other personal kicks and tweets in there and whatnot. And was, in fact, I have tattoos, you know, and they don't like that very much. Unless I keep them covered up all the time, which, granted, yeah, I do usually, but I can't go to any bathhouses. Yeah. Sad. Unless if it's specific ones <clears throat> for those who have tattoos. Yeah. Well, even most of those still not. Um, so that was a really interesting bit of news. Now, I got two little just what-the-heck kind of news I, f- I found this week. Okay. Um, first bit of news, and this is kind of something that came out, like, Last week on either Saturday evening or Sunday, um, a man apparently was arrested for stealing 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs. I'm sorry, what? 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs. What, did he count all of them? Uh, Apparently, he he broke into a, a, a storage facility, and with a apparently a truck that he stole from something else before... Mm-hmm. Loaded up this truck with as much cabbage cream as he can, and took off. And apparently, the cops caught him mm. with this truck. It and followed his nose. Said like, "Wait a minute!" Look, look up the article. It's, it's great. Look it up. It's I think his name was Jay Blod or Jay Plod. The Catbury Caper. Say two thousand cream eggs stolen. Um, two hundred thousand or two thousand. Two hundred thousand. Sorry. So <laughs> that's a lot of eggs. It so, is. So this. Okay, and I think Sally is on the same wavelength when I say, oh, wait, I almost forgot. Oh, it's in Britain. That's right, yeah, he's British. He's British. He's like, oh, sorry, gents. I'm just, okay, so this is my thing. Did this dude really plan all of this out? He stole a truck. Yes. Mm-hmm. For the for the intended purpose. He Because he, he, he apparently got a grinder and cut a hole in the storehouse to steal the Cadbury Cremings. This dude was going full, like, Ocean's Eleven on the man. The Grinch, right? I got to keep have to keep Easter okay, okay. from coming. Sally, I know you want to say something. You say it first before I do. Why the cream eggs? The caramel ones are so much better. Mm. <laughs> True, but you know but everybody loves that creamy white center. Oh my! Mm. Uh, wow! Yum. Anyways, <laughs> but yes, um, like I said, a little off the wall news there. Yeah. And one other bit of off the wall news I saw here, and this is when I just. Was like, wow, okay, so you thought the Cadbury Cream Eggs one was, was a what the heck? This one is even more what the heck. Apparently, a man with prostate cancer hmm. has apparently developed an uncontrollable Irish accent. Hmm. What's his first words? Give me your belt? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it was, but uh, apparently, an uncontrollable accent is a, is a type of disorder as well. 
what that you can it's a yep. sin so, yep well, yep. Sally knows yep. about it apparently mm. but apparently somewhere in the process of him going through you know treatment and whatnot for prostate cancer apparently he he developed this this uh disorder syndrome whatever and now he cannot control talking in an Irish accent what are they doing like a you're like, all right. It's like, okay, Mr. O'Malley. Mr. <laughs> all right, Mr. Lopez, we need you over here. I, I don't want to go over there. He can't make me. Leave me alone. They're like, all right, we need to, it's we more need to Scottish check your stuff. It's more Scottish, but they're okay. Irish is They're like, oh, to slip into, though, yeah. Like any dialect I try to do, because yeah. we work so hard on Not Irish me. for cripple of Inishman, mm-hmm. any other dialect I do will immediately start slipping into Irish. It, and it yeah. is, I do it on my own. Yep. yep. Which is why I think I might possibly have this disorder as well because yeah. I, I do slip into accents every now and then. And I think part of it is because of my mixed heritage, but my brothers just say I'm, I'm just being an idiot. And like, okay, so. Are you looking up then? No, no, see, no, you no, thought I was making this up. <laughs> no, I was looking up the Easter egg. Thing, you're, you know? still, you're still on about the camera. He's like, man, that's a yeah, good Yeah, this guy's name's Joby Poole. Yeah, Joby Poole. That's his name. And will be sentenced on March 14th, which is my birthday. Nice. So, okay, now, granted, it's understandable in terms of the uncontrollable accent. I yes. know it is a condition. But let's go back to this idiot that stole the carat, the, Canber- <laughs> the Cadbury cream eggs. Yes. And I should have put this on TikTok whenever we're talking about it, but... Um, why? Again, Cadbury cream eggs. Caramel is better. The, this is my thing. This dude, I wonder, I want to know how long he planned this out. Oh, this, this is definitely premeditated. Premeditated. He stole a truck. He mm-hmm. cut a hole in the wall of the storage facility. He stole 200,000 of these. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how he got caught. What was his end game? Exactly. Maybe it was a dry run and he was going to try it on a bank later. Nah, <laughs> I think he just wanted the eggs. He he probably thought you know I could turn around and sell these as normal eggs, right? And make major money. There's an egg shortage in England. No, yes. no, I I think what if he had like a weird Easter fetish? Possibly. What he wanted to make out with the Easter bunny? No, he wanted to dress as the Easter bunny and someone make out with him. Hmm. Ah, that's here. quite I the got a little bit of egg for <laughs> you. I got some myself. egg for you. Would you like some Cadbury eggs? <laughs> I got some eggs for you, Sadie. Got some eggs in my white truck. <laughs> next to my bottle of water. Right. I tell you what. Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is there anything else, monkey, for the news? That that is the news that that the monkey has brought you today, and letting you ponder on those two last ones. Yeah. yeah. The last one I'm not pondering about is the it's the Cadbury caper that I'm wondering about. <laughs> Yes, because you know what would make it even better if it was in the the county of Cadbury. That'd be better. That would, oh, yeah, that, that would, would be, be classic. That would be hilarious. They just let him go, just off a of principle. Like it's you like, know, this is like just, we we know you like them. We all like them, but you know, you can't just be breaking in and stealing the eggs. You we can't need be stealing Cadbury eggs. What's wrong with you? We need that for our income. You know, that think is our of the main children. Export. Think of the children, Billy oh. and Mandy. Okay, so really, Billy and Mandy. <laughs> Billy and Mandy. You know what? <laughs> just Congratulations, because. you have been busted. Did and and just because we're not going to do your segment of oh. um, no, we are. We have to. Yeah, we. I mean, but we're kind of pressed for time, so if you want <laughs> not too late. Yeah. Well, so I mean, we don't really. We have- are going to do our second <laughs> segment, which is D Twizzle's journey through 
Urban Dictionary, or as we like to actually call it, the Corruption of D-Twizzle, where we will actually look up a word on Urban Dictionary. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What am I doing here? Hold on. I had a word for you last week, remember? Yeah, that is true. You do have that word. I do have a word. I have a word. So, hold on, because... All right. So, as I was saying before I had to turn it on YouTube here, Uh sorry, not YouTube, TikTok, my bad, TikTok. It is time for D-Twizzle's journey into Urban Dictionary, or the corruption of D-Twizzle, as we call it. So, everyone on TikTok land actually gets to see the word that D-Twizzle has to look up, and it's monkey that actually has the word. All righty. So, today's word for D-Twizzle's corruption is Van Bumble. Van Bumble. Yep. Think like the word van. Is it, is it all one word? All one word. All one no word. spaces. No no extra letters at the end. Just Van Bumble. Van Bumbled. Not the not the not Van Bumble. Bumble like Bumble. Bumble. Just Van Bumble, not Bumble. Oh oh, not with the not no past D. tense. No D on the end. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah. So that apparently becomes two different things. At that yeah point. yeah, yeah. yeah. like you did last week. Yeah, yeah. last week was the... You keep adding letters. Stop adding things. Yeah. Now, folks on TikTok, while D Twizzle looks for this word and it looks like he found it, I found it. So now you have. Wait, wait. Before you read it, I'd like to enact the off the rail clause, which at any given point in time, we will be saying some colorful language that may offend some people and also, of course, coughing, sneezing, clearing our throats, all that fun stuff. But going back to the language, if you're under the age of 18 or if you have young children around, please. <gasps> Be advised, we're not going to really apologize for anything we say, but at the same time, we're slightly apologizing in advance. All right, we apologize, D. but not apologize. Exactly. Mm. We're sorry, not sorry. Anyways, D, Van Bumble. Van Bumble. When you accidentally see a family member's genitalia. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can use it in a sentence. It says here, I accidentally Van Bumble my friend the other day. Which at that point, unfortunately, doesn't match the same... Thing, but it, okay. Yeah, there's another one says I got Van Bumble by my grandmother in 1998. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What a year. I, I guess. 1980. <laughs> Van Bumble by my grandma. I mean, Van Bumble. It's like something. I wish there was like a a root word where they would tell you like like this word originated in you know <laughs> Wales or somewhere. And it like, probably originated somewhere in Kansas. Apparently Kansas. the the term Van Bumbled apparently came from impractical jokers apparently because that's another form and it's it's kind of similar but it's not quite the same. So I'm assuming whoever added this to Urban Dictionary kind of went off of that slightly probably. but yeah. didn't didn't go full commitment to it. Yeah. Probably. Some yeah. some guy by the name of Sal Volcano. Yep, that's from Yeah, he's from impractical Okay. Yeah. Jeez, van bumbling people. Van bumble. Van bumble. Dun 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 dun. dun. Van bumble. Alright, he so, said the word. Ah. So here we go, folks. It is that time for the main event. Well, it's no, time for the main event. No, the, main event. Main event. Hey. the main event is actually after Elimination Chamber when we have to come back on oh and actually give the results. The pre-main event. <clears throat> so this is just the appetizer because we have to do our predictions. It's time for the appetizer. <laughs> but anyways. It's a real thing. Well, I couldn't hear you because everyone else was talking, and then it sounded like something else. So, 
I will show you it's something French, else. I believe. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> French. So let me turn this down real quick because I don't you want gotta this make sure with this. It, it uploads and uploads and all that. Yeah. All right. So that's us. Here we go. As we know, the Elimination Chamber is on the stop on the road to WrestleMania. So they're building up more of the WrestleMania card in terms of the match structures that they have going on right now. Mm-hmm. Now, we are going to do a nice simple round robin as we normally do, talking about the matches and giving our predictions. Mm-hmm. So I need to bring up the list of matches because... got the list. I'll show you you the got the it? List. I got the list. All right, Monkey, name off the first match. All right, we'll, we'll go with the... Uh, elimination Chamber matches first, so okay. So okay. we'll start off with the men's Elimination Chamber, man, which is going to actually see the U.S. Champion Austin Theory defending his U.S. title in the match against Seth Freaking Rollins. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, not with his uh, Astro Boy boots. Um, hey, that stomp he did with those was actually <clears throat> sexy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but sure. I would never buy those boots. That's like 350 bucks. That can go to something else. I'll make some boots on my own. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, make you those. Oh, yeah. right. Sweet. We're rocking. Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. So, for those unfamiliar with the Elimination Chamber match, it will start off with two people and kind of like a Battle Royal, Royal Rumble. After so much time, one of the pods will open and releasing another wrestler to the, to the match until all the wrestlers are in the match. But during the process, anyone that's already in the match can eliminate someone else by pinfall or submission. All right, so <clears throat> we're going to start with D on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the men's elimination chamber match. What is your <gasps> prediction? My prediction? Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, you know, I'm kind of go with Austin Theory for this one. Even though Montez Ford would, would really be the person who I would really want to win this whole thing. But I think they'll keep Theory holding on to the belt for just a little bit longer. I I don't know if he'll put it up against a potential fight against John Cena, but I am confident that they will still have him retain the belt. This is kind of like one of those like, um, how can I say, like like one of those like big show me moments that Theory probably needs in order for him to really like kind of establish himself even more as the champion. So, I don't think at this time he will drop it. So, he will be the winner. Winner. The winner. All right. All right. So, Sally, your prediction for the men's Rumble match. Tomfoolery and shenanigans. Mm. That's what I'm expecting. That's my favorite wrestler. That's that's, that's already. He's almost like vacant. That's Yeah. Well, vacant is the the ultimate champion. champion. But anyways, so that's always, you know, Tom Fullery shenanigans is always going to be part of the Elimination Chamber match. But who do you think will win? I have no idea. I'm not even sure who all those people were. Okay, well, you know, those people you know. So you're no, a crack Austin, research team. So I know, I know. You know Austin Theory. Theory. I watched him go through a table. Yeah, and you <laughs> know person. Seth Rollins. No, yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, saw him yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Johnny Gargano. You don't know Johnny Garbanzo. Yeah, that's the Johnny one. Garbanzo Bean. Yeah, <laughs> and you know Montez Ford because he's the one married to Bianca Belair. Oh yeah, he has all the smoke. Yep, and who's the final one? Yeah. Bronson Reed and Damian Priest. Yep, Damian. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who's, Everybody's who's this Bronson guy. Bronson Reed is a 
beast. He's a big uh, Australian guy who does a. He's he's like a combination of. I'm trying to think of who who I can compare him to. That you might re- recognize. He's not the monster of all monsters, though. No, he's no, Braun he's Strowman. Not. Yeah, but no, Mr. Choo Choo Train. Okay, so he's a he, he's a heavier guy. Yeah, he's like four, almost big old dude. Well, he's like 307 pounds, but he's like what's his face? <clears throat> he's uh, built like a wheel. He's like built like a barrel. Yeah, like but, um, like Otis from from ah yeah Otis okay, or so. uh, who's yeah. that other dude? Samu Samusea. I'm saying some of You mean Solo Sokoa? Yes. No, Solo Sokoa oh. is a lot more toned than him. I mean, he's oh. like a. I mean, he's not like shaped like him, but he's like kind of big. Yeah. I mean, he's so the thing. Is, big. So the thing is about um, Bronson Reed. He's been in the Indies for a very long time. He had a stint in Japan. He had a stint. Well, he was also in NXT for a while, and he was yeah. a former NXT North American champion oh, before he got released. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. He looks mean. No, he was called Jonas <laughs> on the Independence. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> At least probably. this picture. <laughs> well, he he is sort of heel <laughs> oh, right that, now. So not, there you go. <laughs> so Bronson Bron- <laughs> Reed. Uh, all in all, he's he's a he's a very wonderful wrestler. Yeah, mm, he's amazing. So who now? Once again, who do you think would win? Just rough guess. Shot in the dark. I, I think I'm gonna go with with D Twizzle on this. Like, he'll probably let Austin keep it for another round. For okay. Sure. Okay. Monkey. All right. Well, I I I am going to be in the grease that Austin will retain. But here are my semi weird side off position on predictions on what's going to happen during the match. Austin is probably going to be the last one that comes in. So obviously protecting himself some more. Two. Seth Rollins is going to get distracted by either the Miz. or... Or Logan Paul during this match, which will cause him to get eliminated. That is my two big predictions for this match. Yeah, you know what? I can actually see that. <clears throat> Building up to WrestleMania matches, like always, like all of them. <clears throat> you know what? Yeah, I, I can actually see that happening, honestly. <clears throat> so, I'm going to go, I'm pretty much going to agree with everyone about Austin Theory walking away with this. Because... Yeah. You know, I see it one of two ways, honestly. If Austin does keep the belt, yeah, it gives him more credibility heading into WrestleMania against the potential, you know, having the potential match with John Cena. Right. But also at the same time, if he loses it and he's the one that isn't pinned in the limit, well, eventually, yeah, he would have to be eliminated. Yeah, he pinned somehow. Yeah. But I could still see him having that match in WrestleMania against John Cena. Due to the fact that John will be just ragging on him constantly about dropping the ball. Yeah. So, even though Austin is probably going to win it, me personally, I would love to see someone else get the U.S. title. Someone that is going to be a credible champion. And I have two choices out of this. Otis. (laughs) Honestly, Otis would. Because he is putting it... He's a consistent worker. Oh, well, either him or Chad Gable. Yeah. Kurt so, Angle Jr. So this is who I would want. And y'all may hate my decision on it. But we hate it. It stinks. Right, yeah, you have to let him say it first. But oh. I would actually do Damian Priest. I hate that decision. <laughs> and hear me out. This is the reason why. Because hopefully 
Rhea Ripley will be winning the SmackDown Women's Championship mm-hmm. from Charlotte. She will. Because this is going to be their third match. Charlotte has won two. Charlotte doesn't deserve to win two. No. So having Charlotte go over for a third time, making Rhea look weak is just bad booking. So bad I can see booking. Rhea winning. But Rhea will probably make the jump over to SmackDown. You have to have at least one individual within Judgment Day hold a championship title. This is a good opportunity for Damien to hold a title. Well, he hadn't done before. Yeah. Before Judgment Day. You know, just having him hold it again. And I could see a multitude of different ways how that could, you know, break out into story. You know, dissension in the ranks of Judgment Day or... Or he becomes like the new leader. You know, there's a lot of stuff that they could play with. (laughs) But I could see Damian Priest winning it. But as we know, storyline base, booking base, it's going to be Austin Theory. All right, Monkey, what's the second match that we're looking at? All right, second match. We'll keep up with the other Elimination Chamber match. We are going to go with the Women's Elimination Chamber match, which this one is the winner gets a shot at Bianca Belair. Or the Raw Women's Champion, whoever that may be, at WrestleMania 39. And this is going to be between everyone's favorite Japanese wifey overlord, Asuka, Kana, Kana Asuka. Yes. Liv Morgan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nikki Cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Raquel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Of course Kuchel's you would. favorite. Of course. That's going to go, mm-hmm, Natalia. Yes. And Carmella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Look, let's already just say Carmella isn't going to win the damn match. Nope. No. If so, okay, I'm saying it now. <clears throat> if Carmella wins the women's elimination chamber match, I'm turning off the damn TV. I'm going home. Like seriously, she, I would go home too, but I have no getting home. So we'll take there. you home. I'd bring you home. <clears throat> Yay! But anyways, <laughs> so let's take Carmella out Sorry, of the equation. That works too. So starting this time with Monkey. That's me. Who do you have winning? All right. So, now, my personal opinion on this, who should win, because I'm going into this match right now at this point, with everything else that's happened on Raw and SmackDown at this point, Asuka should win. But that's probably not going to happen because, you know, that's, you know, bad booking is going to happen here. So, um, the next viable one I would say to win it would be Raquel Rodriguez. Yep, yep. <clears throat> and mainly because uh, Raquel going up against Bianca Belair, then that way they swap the women's titles, whether, you know, Judgment Day and Ithria wins at WrestleMania, comes to SmackDown, and then Raquel Rodriguez and probably Braun Strowman will become the Raw because, you know, they, 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 they try to keep couples together now, so. Yeah. Okay, Sally, who do you think will win? I want Asuka to win because yes. she's one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 And I really like her new face paint. Yes. About to be awesome. her badassness. Yes. It, it makes me happy. <coughs> All right. D, who do you think will win this Elimination Chamber match? Yeah, I still got I got to go with Asuka. I mean, yeah, if she doesn't, she doesn't win, then yeah, my number two would be, um, Rachel or Natalia? Raquel? Sorry. Rachel? Rachel, Rachel Natalia? Rachel. Yeah, Who's this Rachel Natalia you speak of? <laughs> no, I, oh, I must have. I got to fire my crack research team on that one. 
No, it would be her or even Natalia, but she, Asuka should win. I'd be curious to see how they would build the, you know, the hype up for it, though. But you know who's really going to win? The it's going to be Liv Morgan. If the, okay. No. <laughs> okay, okay, so don't get me wrong. I do like Liv. She has improved a lot. She is a good competitor. I say good. I don't say great. Okay. There's always room for improvement. I'll show you improvement. You know, the entire thing of her being extreme. Eh. Eh. Okay. You know, it's a niche. It's a character. Fine. She's so extreme. She's gotten killed by Asuka twice in the same week, I think. Yeah. But anyways... I have to go with my prediction here, and honestly, as much as I want Asuka to win, granted, it would make more sense seeing how Asuka's leaning more towards that heel side. You know good and well that they're probably going to have Raquel win. Right. Which is still viable. Yeah. I say, one of those who win, I'll be happy. But Now, this is where the Dark Horse comes into play. It's Dark Horse? Because, no. I thought you were talking about Katy Perry. See, so, no, 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 no. Because you have to think, who all is in the match? We have Natalia, Mm -hmm. we have Asuka, we have Liv, we Mm -hmm. have Raquel, Mm -hmm. we have Carmella, Mm -hmm. we have, who else? Nikki Cross and Natalia. So, this is where the dark horse idea comes into play. Because now Nikki is back to being who she was supposed to be. She needs to be. You know, granted, actually terrorized Michael Cole on 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 SmackDown and was on Wade Barrett's lap. It was like, what is she doing? Get her off of me! Wait, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want another female on my lap. Oh, but uh. anyways, my dark horse prediction would be Nikki Cross, hmm. mainly due to the fact that it doesn't matter if it's Oscar or Nikki; they need a heel. To face off against Bianca. Mm. Yeah. Unless if they did put Raquel in and it could go one or two ways, they either turn Raquel heelish or they turn Bianca heel. Mm. Mm. Which would help her would it would help Bianca a little bit mm. because her character currently, even though all of us in here can agree that we love Bianca. Sure. Yeah. But her character right now is becoming stale. Mm-hmm. So either she needs to lose the belt, be a baby face, and chase the belt, right. or she needs to turn heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the thing. I'm going to go with Raquel eventually winning, but I'm going to have the Dark Horse prediction in Nikki Cross. Granted, you know, Asuka always has a place in my heart. Yes. All right, third match. All right, let's go with... Uh... Heck, the, the only singles match that's not for a title on this card, and that's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, this is going to be a tough To which, I, I don't know if you guys caught SmackDown, but apparently Bray Wyatt, after him and Uncle Howdy killed the hit row, which is great, um, Bray Wyatt essentially said, I don't care who wins, I got next. Which hmm. makes me happy. Yeah. And now... This is going to be insane because you know that these these two individuals are going to beat the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. Yep, slapping man meat. 
meaty, mm. big meaty men, slapping meaty, meaty men. Yeah. All right. So Sally, your prediction. Whoa. Bobby uh, Lashley in the middle. Brock Lesnar. Who do you think will win? Which chunk of meat do you want to win? Bobby. Mm. Going because she saw Bobby meat. in person too. So. I'm sorry. There's something about those muscles. I'm not usually a muscle guy, but like. Seeing him live, his I was like, damn. Muscles, yeah. damn. Mm. And this is why I have a complex. <laughs> I had a complex once. Yeah. I'm then I got arrested. I'm kidding. All right. Also, Brock Lesnar is just kind of too crazy intense for me. Try being married into his family. Anyways. Yeah, he is the beast incarnate. <laughs> Anyways, D, your turn. Um, Let me see. This one's going to be a little tricky. So I ain't mistaken. I think Brock won it last time they fought each other, right? Uh, Bobby yes. at uh, at the uh, uh, Stream Rules Saudi Arabia. Oh, Crown Blood Royal. Money seventeen Crown, and a half. The Crown, yeah, jewels. Yeah. The jewels of crownings. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so I think this go around. Bobby will get his revenge. 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 Just say revenge. Okay. Okay. All right. D. Oh, sorry, monkey. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Nikita Lyons. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't AEW. Wait, no, this isn't AEW. No, it isn't. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's my turn now, right? My yeah, that's your turn, monkey. All right. So, I'm going to say Bobby Lashley, and this is the point that this is going to start up. This will start the f- the fuel feud of the White Six and her business. Yes, and I was thinking that as well, because they can finally build up the White Six. Yep. Because then White will need the backup if Bobby Lashley reaches out to her business. And then plus, there's already talks of a fifth member becoming part of her business. And we're not talking about Omos. We're talking about Carmelo Hayes. Yep. So, Thank God Omos is not going to be part of the Hurt business. Well, he might be, but uh, he's going to be like a silent member. He'll be like the Sanjay dude for uh-huh. the Hurt business. Yeah. He's not my cousin. <laughs> so I can see that. But also, it would open up for Brock versus Gunther in WrestleMania. With a tralala. Yes. Anyways. So, my prediction, I am going to agree with Bobby winning. Yes. And I do see the possibility of Hurt Business versus the Wyatt Six. Yep. Which, in that case, they might as well add in a female member to the Hurt Business as well. Because if Alexa Bliss is part of it. Well, they have to even it up a little bit, unless if they're going to dress Shelton Benjamin up in a dress and wig. Well, you know what? Shelton will do Shelton. Yeah, yeah, but he would wear the wig and everything. And he'll do the shifty eye too, like. Yeah, he would. He would. But anyways, what's the next match? All right, so next match, we got a mixed tag team match here, players. We got Edge and Beth Phoenix, the great couple, the Hall of Fame couple. Versus Judgment Day's Finn Balor and Mama 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 Maria. All right. So I'm going to do the prediction first here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it's going to be Edge and Beth winning. But uh-huh. Rhea will not be penned. Mm-hmm. It'll be Balor who is penned, which will set up Balor versus Edge, WrestleMania. And, of course, they'll do the gimmick Brood Edge versus the demon Finn Balor. That way it keeps Rhea strong mm-hmm. and then she can go forth for the championship. 
Because why would you pen the number one contender to make them look bad? So true. Plus your AW. Or Impact. Mm-hmm. Or, or major anything league. else. Yeah, Major League Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lucha Underground, Triple A. C-Mill. Joe Mama. Backyard. All, all Japan. <laughs> Backyard Wrestling. Hey, there were some great matches there, man. <laughs> you don't pin Yoshiki. What? <laughs> All right. So, Monkey. Yes. Up to you. All right. I'm going to go to a little bit different route here. I'm going to go with Judgment Day winning. Okay. And this is what I'm going to think is going to set up. And this is kind of almost same premise as you say, but a little bit different. Okay. Where it's going to be, Rhea's going to get the pin on Beth Phoenix. But there's going to probably be some kind of fandangling in there where probably Finn Balor is going to hit Beth Phoenix in the match somehow. Oh. Which okay. then causes Edge to flip out. And at that point, that is why they start their their match to WrestleMania. You know what? That actually sounds pretty good, too. That's viable as well. I do like that. Which, I see the uh, and again, the thing's going to be, it's not going to be, it could be one of those playoffs of where it's not going to be intentional, but Edge is going to think it's intentional. And obviously, you know, Finn Balor being the heel, it'll be like the whole JYD versus, you know, uh, uh, the uh, Fabulous Freebirds. Yeah. Where, where yeah. The, the blinding of JYD was not intentional, quote unquote, but they were like, oh, he did it on purpose. That threw the chemicals in his eyes. No, yeah. he, he got in there and he flung it into his eyes on accident. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I like that. Sally? I think I would like to see Edge and Beth win just because legends yep. um but i do think that agree that rio won't get pinned and yeah yeah yes okay okay d um i think i could i could see going Balor and rio winning this match you know depending on like you said it may not be rio who gets pinned which could help because rio's on her way to wrestlemania so she really can't afford to take a loss at this moment so but, like you said, if Edge, definitely if Edge loses to Fend, and that can create some more animosity and stuff between them, rather than if it goes the other way. And there is also, as a side note, probably a 98% chance that obviously the rest of Judgment Day is going to be ringside too, besides that. So so that is the other out that they have, that if they lose. Shenanigans and tomfoolery. Exactly. So, because I want to add on to this, because uh-huh. we already know if Rhea's out, mm-hmm. Dom's going to be out. Yes. Because, you know, he's not allowed to be by himself. She, he has to be there. When she, if you know, because, you know, because he's <laughs> a hardened criminal and, you know, yep. he, he runs out of restaurants, leaving Rhea to pay the bill because she, he thinks there's a sting operation. Yeah. And, uh, and well, here I was thinking it was more along the lines of, you know, he, he he's not allowed out without parental supervision. That too. Give you that one. But I have a feeling if Dom is out, Ray is going to be out. That's a possibility. He's going to be coming out. And what's going to happen, that's finally going to start their road to WrestleMania. Father versus son, Ray versus Dom. And I think during that match, it'll be Ray's final match. Mm-hmm. So that that is what I'm thinking. But I also have a feeling that this story is going to be like the redemption arc of Dominic Mysterio because he'll realize, oh, my God, I just did this. Dad is going to be like, I'm so proud of you, mijo. Here you go. Just call him a hoe. 
No, mijo. <laughs> I know, it's Mexican for little kid. Said yeah. Eddie would be so proud. I mean, I'm so proud. So, As your father, <clears throat> Eddie would be proud. I mean, I would be proud of you. So I, I can see I can see how they could play on this a little bit. Now, the final match. All right. Time for the main, main event. event. As we all know, the match that everyone's been looking forward to, the one that everyone wants to see, the one that everyone is expecting to be the greatest match of all times. And we are talking about only in Canada. This is probably going to be the greatest match of all times since the last great Canadian match. Uh, Roman Reigns defending his undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Championship belt to the Extreme I-94 title against Sami Zayn. So this is going to be very, very interesting. Yes. To say the least. (sighs) Oh, no. I'm very much torn on this one. Like, severely torn. But let's start with the predictions. I'm going to start with D first. So, D, your prediction is Sammy versus Roman. Who do you think will win? Um, I'm going to lean towards Roman right now. I know you and I had an uh, interesting conversation about this pre, um, pre-recording, but um, I just don't see it happening in this match. I still feel like if... Roman's just to drop it. It will be at WrestleMania. Um, now, this would be, you know, like you said, a way for them to try to book something into more of a, uh, you know, maybe a triple threat. That's uh, a way for them to break the titles in half. Have Give one to Sammy, give one to Cody, and everybody's happy. Because, like we were discussing, it'd be hard for... If they were to do the unexpected and you were to drop it to Sammy of all people, and then you're, you know, Sammy would instantly be, you know, baby face of the year for the most part because everybody who would be going up against what basically you would say on paper would beat him. But obviously he wouldn't drop it. Probably maybe not until, like, I think what we were saying, like next year's SummerSlam, give or take. Eight, eight to nine months. So. But I don't. That that would be that. That would be kind of incredible, very unexpected. But I don't think WWE is known for being that unpredictable. Well, I mean, there have been times. Amber, Amber, Fiend getting crushed by by Goldberg because all of a sudden people are like, Goldberg's hot again. We need to give him the title. So it'll be Goldberg versus the Roman Reigns. <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me, give me the match. <laughs> all right, Sally. I would love to see Sammy get so, like a title. It would be great. But I'm just going to be watching Roman Reigns' jawline. Mm, the jawline. <laughs> I had to mention it since you always bring it up. True. That, that's true. like Velma on that episode of Scooby Natural with a, like, ooh, them shoulders. Mm-hmm. Her, it's like, ooh, that jawline. Mm, yeah. All right, monkey. All right. This is going to be a work prediction, but they're both going to win the match. Double DQ? No. Shenanigans. It is shenanigans. Because of the Usos. Well, the Uso, because they can't have both, because one of them is technically banned from going to Canada actually, right now. Because Actually, according to, um, to not WrestleTalk, um, freaking, not Melser. who's the other guy? Uh, Sean Ross Sapp? Simon Miller? No, Sean Ross Sapp. Mm. Jay is clear. Yes, that's what I said. Because he's the only one that's allowed to. Jimmy's not. 
Now, this is what I predict is going to happen, and this is what's going to make it all go to the crazy worlds. Okay. So, so, so follow this weird rabbit hole I have. Okay, what we got? So, Sammy is going to win the match, but Jimmy's or Jay's going to interfere in it, and then they're going to cut to a replay of Jay interfering, which then Sam's going to be like, "No, I don't want to win this way," and then the ref is going to be like, "Like we're restarting the match," and then. At that point, Sam's going to turn around, get speared, and get pinned by Roman. Yep. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. And at that point, you know, it's going to start to bickering with, with, with Jay and, and Sammy again, which then at that point, Jay will rejoin the bloodline, which then sets up for the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn when, when Kevin Owens comes out for a save at WrestleMania for the tag team titles. You know That's what? That's how the math is going to go. I like it. I like it. Booker of the Year right here. So. The high priest of Axel Braun. Of the cult of Axel Braun. No, I, I'm Axel Braun's high priest. Yeah, but, you know. It, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. And this one, I'm, as I said, I'm torn about. Because we already hear rumblings and other media outlets, mainly YouTube, talking about changes Yes. To Elimination Chamber and possible changes to WrestleMania. And I'm going to call this the Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Yeah, Daniel Bryan um, phenomenon. Due to the fact that whenever Brian Daniel, Daniel Bryanson, you know, whatever. Whenever he was part the flying of... flying goat. Yeah. Whenever he was part of WWE, his popularity soared with the yes movement Mm -hmm. he was everyone's favorite he was the one that you know everyone was just in love with and it was due to the fans that he got that push Mm -hmm. just like Kofi Mania Mm -hmm. he got that push because the fans wanted it the (laughs) fans truly do drive outcomes in wrestling. I've seen it. Monkey has seen it. Mm-hmm. Hell, I experienced it. Mm-hmm. You know, Trick Daddy T was a heel at first, but people loved him for some odd reason. And out of the blue, oh, you're a face now. Okay, perfect. Crowd loves me. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that what is going to drive this match and these changes is that Sammy will win mm. mainly because the fans now if he loses due to shenanigans okay that's understandable it could set up for something else down the line and they'll have a right yeah. <laughs> oh god Which basically means a lot of hockey pucks are going to be thrown around and maple syrup maple syrup and then afterwards they're all going to be like oh sorry 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 <laughs> sorry yeah sorry, sorry didn't mean to do that sorry about that but sorry about that but you see where I'm coming from on this. We've been Sammy would win because of whatever changes. Now, granted, they could actually do the ultimate change to the WrestleMania card and add Sammy in and make it a triple threat and find a way to split the titles there. Which was an idea, but I don't know how the hell they would work it, but they would figure something out. Because, once again, USA does want their own champion on Raw, it does make or at sense. Least more, more 
more appearances on Raw. Yeah. At least. So, as much as I love Sammy, in a perfect world with the fans driving it, he would win. But in terms of the initial booking, you're not going to have your champion who has held the title for 905 days now. Uh, I think at this point, 902, 903. Something like that. Yeah. But you're not going to have your champion who is close to getting to Bruno San Martino numbers. Uh, It's not that close. Well, you know what I mean. Bruno San Martino is like seven years, dude. Thought he was about 10, but halfway. you know, clo- clo- about halfway there. You know, he he's getting there, living on a prayer. Yeah, but you're not going to have your champion who's held it for over 900 days drop it in the elimination chamber. Mm-hmm. So, even though I love Sammy, he's definitely come a long way in being in WWE. The choice is going to be Roman to win. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be surprised if Sammy does win it. It would be one hell of a surprise. I would love it. Mm-hmm. But all intents and purposes, Roman Reigns will win it. At least that's where the uh, the appropriate money would be at. Yeah. But, yeah. So, But the, 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 the hopeful money is on the same thing, yes. Yes. All right. So I think we can wrap up this wonderful predictions yes. episode. That way I can get it online for everyone to listen. And we're going to hang out a little bit before the pre-show because we have a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Yep, we do have the monster queso made. We do have chips and whatever everyone else is bringing. So, um, I brought the most important snack of all right here. I'm not following you. <laughs> anyway, so you don't have to follow me. You're, you you could be right in front of me. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna leave that alone. But anyways, <laughs> on behalf of the internet one on the Looking Glass crew, so on behalf of the man, the myth, the legend, monkeys. Yep. The first lady of Internet Wonderland, Miss Sally Stitch. <laughs> and the sexual chocolate of Internet Wonderland, D Twizzle. Yep. This has been another episode. Oh, uh, sorry. And, of course, our oh, fifth gosh, member, get, gotta, the Mysterious Sphinx. I'm sorry, Sphinx. It's okay. Get us killed. This has been another episode of Cheshire's Place, A Looking Glass and a Logical Madness. I have been your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. And just as my namesake, the Cheshire Cat, I am everywhere, yet nowhere. We'll be back a little bit later tonight for the follow-up episode talking about the results of Elimination Chamber. We'll see you soon.